Two, three, one, go. Here we go. We have Rosalind Khan, motivational speaker, author. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Rosalind Khan. I'm a TEDx speaker. I'm an author, a coach, a humanitarian, and uh, I do a lot of amazing things in the world. I've written this recent book that's called A Message for Tomorrow's Leaders. It's like a study of history as it's happening about the pandemic, the protests, um, the riots and things like that. And I had asked about 46 people about their opinions of this event as it was happening. And I just talked to one of the, the, the contributors yesterday and he gave me this really heartwarming message. You see, I've done many things in my life. Besides being on the TED stage, I was part of a union that was part of the faculty association. And this gentleman here was named Jonathan Lightman. And I called him and I said, did you get my book? And he calls me on the phone and he says, Rosalind, my wife sat and read the story and she cried because you see, Jonathan was a person who studied from pancreatic cancer where most people died and he went on to live. And he talked about his oh. battle and he said, I feel so strongly about this book, Rosalind. You, you've got to call the head of the faculty association. You need to get this out to all students all over the world. And so here I am talking to you today. Yeah. Imagine that. And yeah. I had this dream the other night. And the dream that I had the other night is I, I woke up and I was tossing and turning and I said, the spiritual leaders of this world need to hear this message because it gives hope. I was on a call today with a group that's the SMILE, Ken Roshan and the SMILE movement. And we're talking about the number of people who are suicidal, who are depressed, who are ravaged about one year in the home. And I believe that my book gives people hope, a reason to, to go on, a reason to live through the ups and downs and through all the hurdles. Okay. And there we have it. All right. Very good. So you, you're a spiritual, but is it more spiritual as far as uh, energy is concerned, or are you religious spiritual? Oh, just spiritual, you know, just feeling that there's people in the world that, that need help in, in lifting themselves up to, to be the best that they can be. I, I once did a Vipassana meditation where... Um, it was a place where you had utter silence for two weeks and you had limited meals Ooh. and you had to walk around and be quiet. And this woman came up to me at the end and she said, you have the most amazing spirit inside of you. How can you see it? What's going on? So you must exist an aura. This, they, they said it's, you know, just kind of the feeling. And, and I look at the face of the two of you guys and there's not bad, huh? That, 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 that I know that there's there's a there's a connection here because when I told you I was on this movement of kindness, you said we, we got to talk to this lady. This lady's incredible. Yeah, and, I'm I'm very very much into. That. Actually, my sister is more. Uh, I I have gotten uh, much much closer with my sister in recent years. She's 13 years younger, so we had a big age gap there for a little while. But now you know we're both adults and. She's she's an empath. You know you know what an empath is. Person who, who who senses people's feelings and is very quickly drawn into where they're at and what's going on. Yeah, and she's also reads palms and things like that. She's very very spiritual, very hippie. Um, but uh, I've learned a lot from her. You know that the, the 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 spirit of positivity is super important. And uh, I I'm, I'm usually a glass half empty kind of a guy. I'm always kind of a pessimist a little bit. So I, 
I, you know, with my sister, I recognize, you know, that being more positive definitely helps, you know, uh, with your health, with, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of positive things. So yeah, it's uh, super you awesome. Start, to you, start the, you start the day in a positive way and you, you write out those things that you're grateful for. And there's actually research that goes ahead and it changes, changes the brainwaves. Yeah. changes the brain waves and i always say that when when things don't start off in the way that you're looking for you you start your list at the end of the day and so here's my my list for the end of the day of what, what i'm happy and excited about of you know the exciting things that, that happened yesterday okay, and so you, you, you can you can do it anytime any place yeah I, could, I couldn't agree more um so have you noticed that during this pandemic like that people have been getting depressed because they're not social creatures like normally we're you know, human beings are, are very, very social. So this is, you have had well, this in a difference. It's, 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 you know, I've, I've talked to all sorts of people and, and the lady I was on the phone with today was quoting the number of people who had deaths and suicides and drug addictions and, and battery. Yeah. And those things are basically through the, the roof. If people are, are taking desperate measures. I mean, I'm with a company that helps people on security and things like that. And, the guy that I was on the phone with just a few minutes ago was talking about in Beverly Hills, a guy was sitting outside eating lunch and three guys come up and they basically take his watch from him because it had diamonds and jewels and all these other things. And, you know, the guy got the gun and they, they got the person in the restaurant. He's like, you didn't hear that. It's like, you, this? You, it, it's, this isn't here in LA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, crazy. it's, it's in, and you know, with a, what is it, a jack to put up the phone and your jack to go ahead and put up your car and with the torch thing, you can go ahead and, you know, the the uh, catalytic converters that are just walking out the doors because people want that $2,000. I mean, I can use some money, but I'm not going to take those exasperous measures to, to go ahead and make it happen. I mean, yeah. you know, that's, that's causing harm to our environment and it's causing, you know, you get your car goes... <laughs> When now you start you're... it up and you, and you know that there's something missing there, you know that there's something missing there. It's just like, and, and yet there's plenty of groups and organizations out there that are giving food to people and, and help them out. Um, here we have a project called um, the Ted Kenneth Hobson Food for Life. And I'm sure in every community, including where, where you're at, you have organizations that are feeding people. So it just brings to question why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah, de desperate times call for desperate measures, I guess, for, for some people. It's unfortunate. Now, the, the I know out in L.A., there's like a mass exodus of everybody leaving because of the lockdowns and everything like that. Um, what's what's that like? Is, is anybody well, talking it's, about it's, everybody leaving? Is, is the housing market, like, are houses cheap now? Or what's uh, going well, on? Well, what's, what's happening is people are no longer locked down to having to go to the office. And they figure, if I don't have to go to the office, and we've been for, like, this long why not move to a place that's 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 that, that costs less and so you're seeing that people a lot of people move to to texas and they <laughs> got surprised yeah, with the snowstorms the, the yeah. snowstorms that hit and a lot of people off to las vegas and you know i'm in a in a networking group and you know properties properties are are, are a hot commodity and a lot of yeah. people you know there's there's a uh, you know people will get almost anything they, they they want houses because the other people are, are moving in and and it just, it just, you know, someone went ahead and asked me the question is, is the object of life to have the most money in the world nope. or is it the object of life to be happy? And, and, and what do you think happiness means to you? Happiness to me, uh, 
money does make me happy. I'm not going to lie. It definitely, having some money definitely makes your life comfortable. So I'm not going to sit here and call myself, you know. Uh, you know, all the, all the money in the world, all the money that you could possibly have? Or, no, no, or, no. Or just, uh, just, just enough to be comfortable, to not have to worry. I think that that's, I grew up po very, very poor. Um, mm. So, uh, you know, I know that the stress is that not having enough to put, food on the table or be able to pay the bills, worried about the electric bill and things like that, you have to at least be able to make a comfortable living in order to achieve happiness. I don't think you can just be happy with, you know, the stresses of everyday life, especially here in the U.S. Now, I'm from Peru, uh, grew up there, and I've moved around kind of pretty much everywhere, so I, I understand that different societies live different ways, and the way that we live here in the U.S. is just super stressful. Go, go, go. Let's make that money. How much can we get, you know? So I, I understand that that's, that's not what makes you happy, you know? You can have no, as much money in the just... world. But it's, it's, you know, the, the, the moments that you wake up and what do you do with your time and your, your off time and where do you just relax and enjoy? I mean, I love taking pictures and, you know, these pictures I took in the background are the roses in my front yard and mm -hmm. a sunset and I can refrain myself from getting depressed and getting upset by just looking at the flowers. You know, there's a beautiful red flower that just blossomed outside and you look at those things and you say, does the mind really need to go there or is there something else that we can look at that can bring us joy and happiness in our world? Yeah, taking the time to stop and look at the little things is, you know, a, a form of happiness. I would imagine. You know, I, I go back and forth with whether or not COVID has actually been a negative thing. You know, in all honesty, it has brought some positive things. I started playing the harmonica. I started fishing. I started, you know, I did so many other things aside from focusing on just making money, which was my life post or pre-COVID. Um, but my life post-COVID is almost completely different. You know, I don't think it is a bad thing. I don't, I'm not making as much money as I, as I was, which makes me a little sad, just, but, you know, but things are turning back around, so I'm okay, but, um, yeah, you know, I, 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 what, what are your thoughts? So you think it's a, well, been a good I thing, think, bad thing? I think, I think if we go back to the, the spiritual thing, a lot of people have had to take a reset on life and ask themselves, really, what's, what's most important and most valuable for them. And people who are trainers who were training all over the world have had to, you know, come down and realize that everything isn't always out there, but it's but it's in your own home and your own space. And, you know, my creativity basically went through the roof. I if you go on my Instagram page, you'll be fascinated with all the flowers and the stuffed animals and the food that I was <laughs> making. Did 188 posts on how to reverse stress and wrote approximately three books and launched a, a series that's, you know, going to be picked up by a major network. And it's yeah, amazing things that have happened, yeah. but uh, yeah. And uh, you, Congrats. It, it's, it's, it's exciting. You, you never know what's, what's on the other side. Um, well, we also and, created this podcast with, you know, with the extra time that we had, you know, well, so well, it's, Matt's, Matt's being a quiet guy here, Matt. Come on, you well, gotta, Matt's, gotta a, Matt's the producer. He said, I only, um, I will only speak if spoken to is what, uh, Matt's, that's one of my, my tech guy. One of my uh, best attributes is I know when to be quiet. <laughs> Hey, that's, but, that's, um, that's a, a, a great thing. Tell us about yourself. What, what got you into this world of becoming a producer for, for podcasts? What Josh did. No, I, I'm, I work in the AV industry. So in uh, a college, I 
hang projectors and uh, deal with the audio and video setups. So I have a little bit of background in it. And when Josh asked me if I wanted to produce, I thought that's that's a great. I mean, it's a great way for us to hang out. Um, specifically when COVID hit and we can't hang out. Also, I have two young kids, so I just don't have that much free time on my hands. Um, so you look so young. You look like another day over twenty. <laughs> good looking strapping man quite. i'm sure the uh, wife would love to hear that yeah um, you know it's, it's, it's just it's, the, it's, it's the filter i have on the on the video camera <laughs> oh, no i um i'm 35 and i have a, a almost four-year-old and almost two-year-old and they keep me busy for sure um, well, it's, it's, no it's amazing because i used to work in audio visual in the college when when i was young okay so awesome. I think cool. that exciting life was about, about starting those video projectors and sitting in the back room and, you know, just being the king of the world and say, and they pay me for this. <laughs> wow. Whoever would have thought that I could have made money on this, you know, uh, yeah. I think that a lot for sure. <laughs> Cause it's fun. No, it is definitely fun. It is definitely fun. So, um, yeah, that is cool. So tell me what, what's been your favorite podcast that you've had going so far? Man, we've we've had some doozies. Uh, some that have gone from all the way left to all the way right. Uh, favorite podcast was actually one that I had with uh, this guy named Thomas Gallo, who's a very religious guy. He is also an author, by the way. You would you'd probably love to to speak with him. Super amazing guy, um, but just really, really Christian and very, very much. Uh, the, the, we didn't have a debate. It wasn't a debate. It was a kind of a back and forth about religion versus spirituality and him thinking that, you know, the only way you can pass on to heaven um, is to go through the Christian religion. Every other religion is not. And I had the a complete opposite view uh, about it. I have my whole life ever since. I grew up Catholic, but uh, I was like, how, how why? Do we have, like, why is Catholic the only way to get to, to have, why Christians say that Christianity is the only way to do it? You have to be reborn and things like that. So, you know, I'm very spiritual, but I don't think that anybody's wrong. As long as you're positive about what you're doing and what the religion causes are, I think that, uh, that they're all good, you know, and they should all be included into the one. I'm sensing you think the exact same thing. Yeah, I think that that the religions are, they just go by different names. They might have slightly different practices, but when you look at the basic essence, yeah, about all, not killing. Yeah, not they all lying. have the same set of kind of rules. They just kind of go about it in a, a slightly different way, have different ceremonies. And I think that that's okay. Being all inclusive, I think, is is number one. So yeah, as far as the podcast, as my favorite one that I was I could talk about forever, it's that it's 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 that one. But I'm not going to say that talking to my brother wasn't, and my sister wasn't my favorite podcast either, in case they're hearing this. <laughs> well, it's always, always good. And what, what kind of useful information did they have that they shared with you? Who? Uh, my brother? Yeah. <laughs> well, my brother, Jerry, just, uh, he is just a really unique guy. Uh, you'd have to listen to it. It's, uh, he, you know, we, we spoke mainly about, he's very into cryptology like Bigfoot and uh, UFOs and aliens and that kind of stuff. And I'm really into that stuff too. So that was the, the main topic of, of that particular conversation. Are you into any of that kind of crazy stuff or? Nah. Pretty, pretty, yeah. I'm with I you, mean, Rosalind. You... I, um, Sorry? 
I said, I'm with you, Roslyn. Uh, I'm not into that. And usually if Josh is going to be talking about that, I'm usually the wet blanket, like poking holes in his <laughs> theories. So <laughs> I'm like probably not whole good for co- that podcast. Exactly. Like this whole COVID thing, we, me and Matt have had a discussion about it. I was like, this is a hoax. This has got to be a hoax. It's like, a, this is a some kind of crazy thing to, to shut down the entire globe. And I don't mean to say hoax is in a hoax. I just mean like, there's a, this is a plan that was set in place and launched into the, into the ether. Don't you agree? I, I do. You know, my husband and I, he's not around so I can have these conversations. And I have friends that, that no, I have a friend that was part of 9-11 and she was back in the Twin Towers and she said, sorry to say, but you got to go back to the Bible. And the Bible goes ahead and says there's there's going to be a, a reawakening and there's going to be a chance where people have the, the opportunity. And whether you like it or not, um, did we really have to close down America? I mean, you can get but, me going on this, and we'll, we'll have, not, we'll have no, no. Let's all. let's go because I'm all about it. Yeah, did we close down America? We didn't just close down America. We closed we'll down, down the, the, world. the world, the world. And did they do and, that for 2018 for the, the the flu? What about Mars? What about the rovers they're sending to Mars? Do they have masks over there? The rovers? Um, that's a joke, but so. you, you know what I'm saying. It's, like, it's, it might as, you know, shut down the solar system if we're really going to be talking about it. You know? Yeah, and it's it just goes ahead and it kind of asks the question, why? You know, who's who's? It's well, uh, the, the you, part that breaks the part that breaks my heart are the uh, small businesses that are out there. Oh, you're and, preaching and, to the choir with that one. And that have have closed their doors. There was a lady who had an esthetician, and she was the only esthetician in in B and I, and she said with almost tears in her eyes. Folks, I just want to let you know, it's going to be my, my last meeting here. It's hard to say this, but um, I'm going to have to withdraw my membership because we're closing down our business. Yeah. And you can come out and see me 30 miles away, and I'll be there two days a week. But, um, you know, you just hear that over and over and over again. Everybody knows somebody who's who's been in a business that's had to shut their doors down. And, you know... Yeah, I, I've been one of the lucky ones. I also I I own a small business. I, it's a, called My Gym. Very prominent out there in, oh, cool. in L.A. By the way, uh, My Gym Children's Fitness Centers. Oh it's, yeah, I uh, know those those places. You know, yeah, yeah, they started it. It originated out there, and I'm one of the franchise owners here. And our business got destroyed. You know, luckily we've been able to bridge the gap with these PPP loans that have come in um, in order to pay the employees. But in all honesty, I was. We weren't, we weren't paying rent. We weren't paying, you know, had to pay electric because didn't want to get the power shut off. But, you know, as, as far as anything else, I was like, I don't, you know, we're not, we can't afford it. And I think a lot of these businesses that are closing, unfortunately, probably went the route of, um, you know, paying all their bills, paying their rent as usual without waiting to see what was going to happen. I kind of took the the approach of cavalier approach of, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to pay rent. Let's see if they kick me out, you know, because I right, knew I that mean, paying the employees was the most important. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I mean, there's you can you can get top loft in in Los Angeles, any building you want. You just have a top loft, and, and they're they're virtually giving it away because because yeah. buildings are, are are virtually empty. And yeah. you know, to me, the big question is when we come back. And people have been working out of their, their 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 home all this time. What is the real motivation to go back to those buildings so Big Brother can watch you do your job? That's very good. That's a very good question. I mean, I think you could do a lot of this office work right out of the, at, right out of the home. If you're going from your home into an office where you're just going to sit in a cubicle in front of a computer, yes, I think that that probably is gone. You know, I think a lot of things are not coming back. I'll tell you one thing that was a very simple thing. My water fountain. My water fountain where you push the button and you drink out of the water fountain, gone. That's never coming back, you know? Little things like that, you know? But it also multiplies into, you know, some things are just not going to come back. Some things are just not going to be the way they were. You know, you even talk about those people who are speakers. You don't need to fly yes. an airplane anymore. You don't need to, to go around the world and... It's it's yeah. amazing when you see how many of them are plotting to come to my free event, come to my free event, come to my free event. Um, one of one of um, I, I don't recall the name, but he's selling he's selling um, those oils, the essential oils. Yes. And when, when a professional speaker who escapes the name is out there selling essential oils, what does that tell you about our world? Is that bad? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand your point. Sorry. What? What yeah. do you mean? Is that ba that's bad when they're selling essential oils? Yeah, I mean essential oils is is nice, but it's you know it's a multi level marketing enterprise and so on and so forth. And rather than spelling selling their speaking skills, um, they're. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's oh, okay. That, that's so the. I gotcha. Well, maybe because there's not. Maybe their whole job was at the time to go to, you know, universities and, and speak. So that maybe it's a side business for them? I don't I don't Yeah, it's it's you know, I was on a on a show today that we're talking about businesses out of the home. And, yeah. you know, that's definitely a business that you can do out of the home. And, you know, in, in those essential oils, you wanna be able to smell, you wanna be able to feel yeah. the difference of what they're going ahead and saying. So it's 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 kind of rough to to figure out what's what's going on and, and happening there but it's it's causing a yeah. change and my concern is the little kids i'm very much a in an intellect by heart and i want to know the long-term impact of of those kids well, without having the socialization in in sure. near gyms and right. I, I i had a a person that i remember and she was telling me that um her kid was so clinging on her that she had to put her back in a place where she could go to a, a, a place where she could interact with others. Sure. What is the, how many, my heart says there are going to be a well, lot of kids who are, are psychologically damaged by well, the, the lack of, of interaction with peers at their same age point. Because not everybody can yeah. afford those extra credit activities that are out there. Yeah, you're you're correct about that. Um, my, the, what I hear from my parents that are that have stayed with me through this COVID thing. Now, when I, when COVID first started, it was mass exodus. You know, as far as all of our members, all of our business basically just went down to 
almost zero. Uh, the only way we were able to keep the business alive was to go into an online format and teach Zoom classes, you know, online. And some people stayed, majority of them left, but what I, they, all of my parents say the same thing that you just said, which is basically, we need that social interaction you know, we, we want to make sure that you're, you know, operating in a safe way. And, and we are with, you know, um, you know, the different, you know, things that the governor tells us the way you have to do. And uh, that basically um, lost my train of thought there for a second. But basically we're, we're talking about the long term damages and what your parents said about supporting you in your in your avenue is everybody got up and left and, and walked out and, and, and ceased to exist yeah, in your that business. They wanted they know they understand the input that was my point. Thank you. That they understand the importance of socialization, that we humans are social creatures, that we need to learn how to interact with each other and and I don't know if this cold COVID thing just basically taught us, okay, let's not bunch ourselves up into like a stadium with 80,000 people, right? Let's not bunch ourselves into a crowded bar. Let's not bunch ourselves into crowded lines at the amusement parks. Remember how it used to be? Now it's so nice when you go to the, to the convenience store and they say, here, stand at this spot. The other spot is six feet away. That's nice. It's not it's, bad. So no, there are some good things that I think COVID basically was like just, I think the Chinese were like, too many people, throw COVID out. <laughs> too many people, too close. Everybody's too close. I think whoever invented it was like, they understood human beings were just going to be like bunched up into sardine cans, basically. And well, I think that you know, that was the main purpose of it, to be honest. I, I really, I really, really do. I think there was a I, danger to that. But I think on the other side, and I want to be the realist, is is the seniors of the world not being able to time with their family and their loved ones, and and you know, people not being able to pass on the memories of a funeral and being there at, at the last moment to hold that hand. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, my grandmother no, passed away during COVID. It's okay. It, it's you know it's nature. Right, but and but you know, was there a funeral? We I had mean, to do it on Zoom. A... We had to do it on Zoom, and it was beautiful and it was sad at the same time. It was like, oh, nice, we get to see each other, and we were all connecting from different continents because I had a uh, you know. Uh, Relatives from England, relatives from Peru, relatives from different parts of the Argentina, different parts that all we all got to connect on Zoom seamlessly, quickly, you know? We're like, why don't we do this all, like more often? You know, and we have to do it for this funeral. So it was almost like this uh, kind of like, an, uh, uh, to best explain, it was very sad to not be able to be there, but it was very nice to be able to see everybody. That's 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 the beauty of it. Of you know, we've done Thanksgiving meetings and religious meetings on 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 Zoom and things like that. It's it's opened up a new a new way, and it's a blessing how many seniors have come along to force themselves to learn that new skill and to get up there and and get out there and 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 to do it. Um, yeah. You know, and it shows that you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can always teach a, an old dog new tricks. 
you know, an old dog can learn new tricks. And that's it. That's right. Why do they say that, by the way? Old dog, new tricks. Like, <laughs> like what? Is that a new dog, new tricks? I don't understand. I don't understand the reference, but yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, sorry, I'm a little jokester. I like to joke around. No, it's around okay, here Joe. Jokes, jokes, and, jokes, and jokes are fun. <laughs> jokes are fun. Jokes Do you have a podcast, by the way? Well, I, 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 I don't. I didn't see that on your thing. Well, there, there is, there is a show that's that's up and coming, and we're we're in the projects of of getting it, getting it up and getting it going. And Let's talk about that for a little while. Let's talk about that. Let's promote you, even though yes, I, I do, we don't I have do very have many listeners. <laughs> so I, I, let's promote you I, anyway. I do have a, a series. It's up on IGTV, which is Instagram, okay. and there's some amazing videos of some people I have interviewed. There's a lady out of Canada that's talking about the Native American population. There's a guy by the name of Deb Chaplin who's talking about feeding feeding those people in Los Angeles. And my Let's, most endearing – go ahead. Sorry. Uh, go back to – so what is, the, what is the one guy talking about, the first guy? Um, he's a veteran that's unified all these organizations throughout Los Angeles to feed the hungry in L.A. where basically one in five people go hungry each and every day. And so um, – He's unified everybody from every walk of life, every religious background and upbringing to be able to, to feed them meals. And it was such an impactful interview that I had um, basically interviewed him on, on the upcoming. And he said, this is a million dollar job and I make a penny. And yet it's the best thing I've ever done. And every time I talk, they're happier and happier about the number of people that they serve. And so if you want to hear an amazing story. His name is Dev Chaplin, and you go to my Instagram page, Rosalind Khan. You can follow me there. And um, in addition to that, I have an interview of a person whose name is AJ Stentz, and we're talking about young people who do amazing things. I met AJ Stentz through his friend, whose name is Tyler Gordon. You might recognize mm -hmm. the name Tyler Gordon. I don't. He was the young 14-year-old who painted a picture of Kamala Harris. Uh -huh. um, before she before she was president before she became vice president and she had called him and congratulated him and the, the the video virtually went viral he was doing an exhibit at an african-american uh museum an african-american art exhibit that was here in los angeles my manager uh, dr mariel mckinley mariel mckinley had had gotten that up for me and uh it was it was an amazing amazing interview and so you know, the world of social media, you become friends through a friend of someone else. And one of, of AJ's friends was this kid named Tyler. Okay. And Tyler and I just, just hit it off. And when I found out what he was doing, I saw him high-fiving some, some homeless person. And I'm like, what's, what's that good kid doing this? What's, what's this all about? There's something wrong with this picture. Well, the, the homelessness, uh, 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 I don't know if I want to call it a problem. Is it a problem? It it seems like a lot of people are saying that in LA, it's a problem. But is it's it not a is it a problem where, where, where you live? No, the homelessness. No, not like in LA where you drive by tents and tents and tents and tents of people living under. You yeah, know, you know, uh, I could uh, take bridges. you. We could, we could take we we could take a drive and I could show you the the freeway and. That's see what, what I, I'm, yeah, I've heard. You could see what I'm talking about, and oh, yeah. you know, if you if you had a choice, and you could live in the on the beaches of Southern California, or you could live where you live, where where would you like to live and live on the beach or live, you know? 
Good question. I don't know. I've lived a lot of places. So I'm, Matt, take this one. Answer that one. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a beach. Homeless. Where, 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 would you, where, where would you be? Where would you live? want? I, I'm where not a beach California? person, but I think to your point, if you are homeless, you want to be somewhere that's warm. I mean, well, you, you, you hear about be- people that homeless folks that pass away because they literally freeze to death up in you know northern areas. So yeah, right. I think- it's, and so it's it's people's people's number one choice and. Um, at one point, I was focusing on, on the, the homeless people and did a lot of talks with the mayor, a police officer in Philadelphia, and had interviewed him. And um, he was talking about the projects he had done to bring these people back to life. But there's Steve Lopez had, had done a story about a guy that he, he took off the streets and he tried to put in a hotel. And regardless of what he did, there's certain comforts you know you listen to the noise level you got your friends you got your buddies you got your pals and well, there's it's, different it's, it's based go on. i'm sorry i'm and, an interrupter and, and, and so um there's there's other projects where religious organizations have gotten together that one goes ahead and provides the meals and one does the education and one does the the job search and one does this and one does that and they rotate on each month a, a different religious affiliation will go out and, and give them the meals and feed them so they have the social support so they can get out of the, the, the place where they're at. But isn't and, that exactly why those people that are in those homeless situations there? Because they don't want any of all of that that, that people are trying to provide for the home? Aren't, isn't L.A. basically just a, a way for people to... Kind of like Native Americans, where you just lived off the land. Now, unfortunately, it's a little different. You're living off the land underneath a bridge, which is not, you know, what, you know, we're intended to do as human beings here on this earth. But isn't it kind of, or most, uh, this is a question for you because you're out there. Are most of the people that uh, are homeless, are they spiritual? Are they... Uh, uh, understanding that we need to get away from this construct of buildings and jobs and that you sit in front of a computer and and more into the, you know, experience life physically. I'm sorry to say I don't have any direct conversations with these people, but I know that they leave a lot of trash. And, and there's, there's, they don't clean up after themselves and they're causing problems in in neighborhoods and things like that. You know, the battery and the theft and, and the reality is, and the reality is, is this, um, I think the, the laws are that you can't kick people out of their home during the COVID, but there are still people who are losing their, their their places of residence. And when you look at people, maybe they had a drug problem. Maybe they got divorced from their beloved. And the sad part is when these abusers are in the same home with their families that they're battering. And we've seen a huge increase on that. And because of the lockdown, you know, that's, that's just a circle circle that, that keeps on going. And that goes into the drug and the alcohol and the suicides and so on and so forth. But, mm. um, the, the homeless people is 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 a huge 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 problem they're they're everywhere there's not a neighborhood that you can go in that isn't isn't impacted by them 
Do you um, have do you have a, an answer for the homelessness problem? Because it seems like the the government in California is just allowing it to happen because they don't really know what to do about it. Well, they, they spend all sorts of money to try and figure out. And I know that when they were doing the census, they um, were asking the people the, the things and services that they need. But, you know, I can. What is that? Wait, talk, hold I, on. Hold on. Sorry. Let's go back because you say so many things. Uh, and they're great. I just want I just want to make sure we hit on all the points. So they, what what are they? What does the census ask? What are the questions that they're asking the homeless people in I, order to gain? You know, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't answer specifically what they were, but I think the genre, the type of the questions they were asking or what are the services that we could provide that could help you to be successful, to get back up on your feet, to get to, to get back up and out of where you used to be. But oh, my God. I, I bet the, the answers were to, like, across the board, like, give me a million dollars. I don't know, food well, for a year. I don't know. Like, there probably so many answers from so many but, homeless. But you, but you look at the numbers, and the numbers are just exploding. And you I, know, They we, really are, yeah. And we, we talk about the people who are out of work and out of jobs and out of businesses. I mean – you know, they're, they're looking for those opportunities. And when you don't have money, you, you kind of shut down what your options are. You shut down what, what you can do and what you can't do. Um, yeah, it's almost like a, the homeless are probably going to be like, well, what am I allowed to do? What am I allowed to do? That's the answer to the question. You know, like well, you think you think about if you, if you, if you go and apply for a job, you got to fill mm -hmm. out an application. The application asks you what your home, your address is, your phone number is, where they can send mm -hmm. this to you. And you go. Yeah. Uh, 405 one. and 101 right under the underpass <laughs> where i live and I, Tent number three the, on the left it's blue yeah the, 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 thir the third cart with the uh multicolored uh hey right we move around quite a bit actually because i gotta carry my things around so uh you know wherever the wind blows i have a it's... friend who's uh really good friends with my sister who is very much like she's not homeless she has a home she just chooses to live life out in the in the woods. Takes her shoes off, feels the ground with her actual feet, and and chooses to be a part of nature versus this construct that we created here on on planet Earth, which is buildings and concrete and and all that. So there is a certain and I think COVID is it's almost like trying to get us back to our grounding or here's where Matt's going to be mad at me because because I because here's the thing I don't feel that we were supposed to be here I think we were brought here from an we don't if you if you look at you know how we interact how we are we're parasites we're parasites you know and that's not good. That's like an insect. That's like, you know, like a microorganism parasite. We're not an actual, the way that we act, we act more like, can you, can you, do you believe that? Or I don't know. I can't tell, I can't understand if you're, if you're agreeing with me I mean, or not agreeing with me. Couldn't you say the same thing about ants or bacteria? No, because ants or... are organisms and they work with each other and they work only with nature. They work we, only with nature. They don't people, build. Uh, people work with each other. 
Yes, but that we build, we build things. Uh, let's just call the buildings. I mean, cities. I mean, think about we build cities. We don't build them from the earth. It's not like everything's from the earth. They're built from. All right, they're built I could from argue the universe. Uh, okay, let's go. Go. Oh, well, I mean, we we're taking resources from the earth and 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 modifying them to create structures pillows and lamps you know and and things like that headphones you know microphones you don't think ants are doing the same thing digging up the dirt and tearing down plants and they're they're... i'm not i i uh no i'm gonna go with no (laughs) but rosalind please Please, uh, please I'm get just, on my just, side. I'm, I'm please just, get on my side on this one. I'm, I'm just listening. It, 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 it reminds me of I was in a professional development class, and, and one of the activities they had is they gave you these items to go ahead and, and bid cities and build buildings. And the lesson, more than the building of the cities, all come down to communication. How is it that one communicates with another. Are you a leader? Or are you a follower? Are you a supporter? Mm-hmm. Are you a uplifter? And in in how 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 did that come to bring the the like minds together? And I I think in in life that we can you know I'm, I'm watching the cat there and the cat must have felt the the energy from us that he decided that he wanted to just come and get involved in this this conversation and he said this is for me because yeah. we're, we're part of we're, we're part of this world too which brings me to a, a funny story um and i'm going to shift here about the dogs someone someone said that there was this old joke when the pandemic first went ahead that's your book right <laughs> yeah i got a book on dogs and roses Dogs and Roses, How to Reduce Stress and Anxiety in Today's Troubled Times. So the, the story was that um, that they were saying dogs said that they wanted to get back to their, their normal days. Mm-hmm. And so he's sitting up on a shelf. And when he's sitting on that shelf, he says, can I have my old life? Can I have my old life the way it used to be? Because with new tricks? With new tricks. <laughs> old um, dog new tricks. Get it? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, old dog do tricks. Sorry. That where where I just got to, you know, I'm sick and tired of going on those hundred walks. I'm just sick and tired of going out. Let me just sleep around. Let me just slug around. And you know, the the, the cats there saying the same thing. You know, Pop is here. Why don't I just climb on over and he'll he'll come over and give me a snuggle and so on and so forth. And you know, people have written funny books about the relationship with their animals and where they couldn't used to find enough people for animals. They're now animals are hard to come by because everybody wants that, that comfort, that, that 100% acceptance, um, unconditional love, whether I, I pet you a hundred times or I don't pet you a hundred times, um, is that's, that's what it's all about. And, and so this little book here has all sorts of pictures of friendly, beautiful dogs. Um, is that, it a pic? It's, it's, I, I haven't read the book. I'm imagining it's not a picture book. It's it is a, a picture book. It is a it picture is a, book? So Dogs and Roses. Aw. <laughs> I love it. Dogs and Roses is, uh, what's the motivation behind that? Or what, what is the purpose of it, I guess? This book was written in a depression. It says reducing stress and anxiety in today's troubled times. And so 
this just to look at the little things yeah it's about looking at the little things and how we can celebrate and recognize what those 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 little things are and i had a life coach and at the time he said you know what brings you happiness they weren't ants they weren't bigfoot (laughs) they were they weren't buildings that ants somehow build matt (laughs) (laughs) they were dogs and roses because you said every dog that you look like just brings a smile on your face and when you look at that when you look at these beautiful roses behind me um there's an amazing calming feeling that you get by looking at them would you not agree yeah what kind of calming feeling are you getting from our backgrounds (laughs) not mine at all but man at least you get to see the cat there's like life yeah, yeah there's the, the cat that's looking cool. It's, it's comfy. It's comfy. It's, the dog's it's on good. the ground, too. And the dog's on the ground. What kind of dog is that? She's a mix. Um, we get, we It was a rescue, so we the, it was a little sketchy, and they didn't give us straight answers. But, um, they didn't give you a straight answer. They just said, here's a dog, take her. Dog, yeah. And we said, okay, sure. Um, yeah. She's part lab. We've heard every time we see somebody in the park or somebody something, they'll say, oh, that looks like this type of breed. We've heard Carolina Wild Dog, and we kind of looked that one up, and it, and it looks like that. What? Have you ever heard of that? They have Carolina that? Wild no, Dog? No, never, ever. No. Yeah, just look it up, and it it, it kind of looks like what she is, so it could be okay, that, but I, I to be honest, we, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I wrote that, that book out of a depression. It was one of the things that, that brought me happiness, and I know that That's when life beautiful. has its ups and downs, I, I go outside and... I look at the the beautiful flowers and they're just so so innocent. You're like, you know, does it really matter? Look at these flowers. And there's no two flowers that are ever exactly at all the same. Never, ever, ever. So That's the name of a book. No two flowers are ever the same. That's the name of a book right there. Okay, there we go. I'll, I'll write that one Your down. Your next one. The no uh, two flowers. But I've got the one for the next one. The next one is called Flowers, Food, and My Furry Friends. Uh, flowers food to my furry friends flowers food and my furry friends oh all right that's the next one it's already so what is it is so is another picture book it is going to be like a book like water for chocolate so it's going to have exciting recipes exciting adventures that you can go ahead and do and you can even have your 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 cat in that 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 book there yeah yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's all those furry friends that we have. We can have hamsters and orangutans and everything else that has fur on it. Um, and they're how I survived the, the pandemic. But I, I did hear that uh, there is concern that they want to have a second edition of A Message for Tomorrow's Leader. So if you guys would like to be included in that, I can have, um, have you. Um, we can get a, a letter over to you to, to get you guys in that book. And, and you can be contributors to that book on A Message for Tomorrow's Leaders. Um, I mean, if you if you think that we're worthy of it, sure. Uh, hey, you know, as as an owner of a children's gym, you know, I'm sure you have some insight about our, our uh, kids. Twenty years working with children, I definitely have insight onto exactly, you know. But I don't, you know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I would I would be honored if if you wanted, you know. I'd be nervous. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would contribute, but I'd well, you can, I'd be you can, honored, you can, but I'd be nervous. You can you can start writing today. You can start writing today, and you know we'll we'll get it down and we'll get some revisions and we'll we'll get some upkeeps on it and and good things. But um, people might also be interested in the fact that I train people on on speaking. So if you have any of your friends who 
are looking to up their ante in their presentation and their speaking skills. I uh, you're all. looking at one right now. It's Matt right there. <laughs> I'm the producer. I don't need to talk. Oh, there we go. When, when, you're, when you're going ahead and you're collecting that Emmy or that Grammy award, you, you'll have a presentation. Oh, come on. And, and I'll, I'll be able to help you out. Right now I'm work, working with a lady who is uh, applying for a, a beauty pageant. And she's looking okay. to be Filipino. And, um, so you, so the, the motivational speaking, uh, stuff, is it basically, to, uh, basically to get people comfortable with speaking also? Is that, is that your main? Well, I, I, I inspire people with my talks on how they do stress, how they can overcome obstacles and okay. how they can really find what, what brings them happiness in this world. Um, okay. good stuff, good stuff. I'm a, I'm a great storyteller. Yes, you, speaking you of, absolutely are. Go, speaking of which, ahead. I did have a question. Um, I listened to one of the podcasts you did with um, Jen. Um, Hirobar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and you were talking about, it was kind of like your origin story about how you had scoliosis as a kid. And it was um, just a very hard time, obviously. Um, and just that uh, I think you were talking about you had to wear this horrible, painful brace um, mm-hmm. for a couple of years, if I'm not mistaken. It was, it was then, just, it's just a year. Just a year. And then, but then you found out that it didn't work and you had to have surgery. Was that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my question was, was the surgery considered successful? And then what was your outlook like afterwards? Well, you see, this this goes back in time, and, and we know that, that history and knowledge changes. So um, I'm going to say, you know, when they did the surgery, that's what science said was the best thing to do to help young people out who had that problem was to surgically operate on them. And as as time goes on, you know, I, you know, the doctor told me that I would never be a gymnast, that I couldn't do a back bend, that I, I couldn't stand on my head and so on and so forth. But I wasn't a gymnast. I was a swimmer, so it didn't matter. That's a bunch you know, of bullshit, do- by the way. Sorry, I didn't Sorry? mean to swear. That's a bunch of bullshit that he said that to you is what, is what I think. Like, come on. Well, it's, it's, but, but so, so life went on and, and in my teaching, I, I learned so much. And there was a student in my class who came from England and she said, you know, my daughter had scoliosis and in England, they have a very different practice of, of medicine and they taught people through exercise, how you can strengthen these muscles and strengthen these bones. Right. And we fast forward to my, my youthful age of, of myself right now, just a few years older and um, it's come back and it's not a good thing. And uh, it my- has left me with arthritis and bone spurs in my back and, you know, for most of last year, I had a couple thousand dollars that I was paying for a physical therapist, a acupuncturist and a, a chiropractor to help reduce this, this, this pain. Yeah. And when I went to go see the, the specialist with my medical provider, um, someone had asked the question, because the rod is in my back, imagine it like this, you know, they called it the a rod. Body, it's it's a, a Harrington rod. A Harrington rod. So, okay. um, imagine your your body is is like a home. It's like a castle, 
And when you give it a, a, a gift, it wants to wrap it up. It wants to give it a hug and make it feel home and special. And so my body did that. It, it, it grew around it. And so in my spine, the spine and this rod go together. And at one point, he was able to, to, I had an S curve. Most people have a C or an S curve. And, and mine was that was the type that he was able to put another rod in. So the, the rod goes up and it goes over. So if I were to turn around and pretend that I stood up, I stood up, yeah. it goes kind of here. And then it goes across in the back, the back of me. And, um, inside so got, your spine, there's a rod. Yeah. Inside my spine in the back. Get and out. so, so, so they said that, um, exercise was the lotion for my back and so in the pandemic the greatest exercise i love to do that i couldn't do was to swim and Aww. so i would go in unheated pools and i would do this mad dash with the feet and kick and kick and kick until your body warms up just so i could swim so i could get that 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 relief and mm -hmm. i would go in many friends unheated pools just to to get that that relief because that's the one thing that that helped me reduce the stress and you uh, you live in LA you don't have heated pools well you i know, mean you know, why what's the reason years, for a hit, for a heated pool in LA you know it's it's there they're they're cold it's already hot. is they're, it cold they're, they're yeah. cold the pools are cold not everybody has has solar heating no i and, understand you know and so um and, and since that time, I mean, there was, there was one time, like I said, as, as, a, as a college teacher, funds are a little bit lower, so I don't have the time to go all this time. And there was this one time it was really whacked out. And she goes, you haven't been here for a while. I know. I understand. You know, I can't afford to come every time. I'm only one teacher on one class. That's all I got. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I was out there and she did some work. And, and, and basically the moral is I get up every day and I do – if I do one thing and it's the only thing I do to take care of myself, it is get up and stretch every morning. Good. Get up Matt, on the floor Matt, and do. I'm sorry? Yeah. No, no, you're good. Uh, Matt surprises me with his questions. I had, I had no idea he was going to ask that question, which is a great question. My mom actually has scoliosis. Oh, My yeah? mom, yeah, she has the C kind. Right. Where it like hunches her over. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, you know, she's already sh really short she's only like five one mm -hmm. but the scoliosis made her like four nine you know like it's like she's small and what, is and she, she, what is what does she do to take care of herself it's a very good question i haven't i i told her to go to the doctor but she's like no if if she's uh spanish and she's also uh uh very catholic devout catholic okay. and so, so she gonna, said gonna, if gonna, god wants to take me god will take me and she she takes that approach you know what i mean well and i'm gonna I'm give, like, oh, give you an exercise that i want you to do with your mom okay sure so imagine you're laying on your back and you're going to pull your knees to your chest and you're going to wrap your hands around it and you're just going to roll around mm -hmm. just roll around to the right and then roll around on the other way Okay. And then take your hands like a an airplane's arms and you're going to take those knees and you're going to turn the knees to the left and you're yeah. going to put the head to the right as you're on the floor. And that's okay. going to help stretch out the back. Okay. And the same thing on the other way. 
and those, I understand what, exactly what you're saying. And yeah. those simple things are going to stretch the 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 part of your body right here. Can't think of the vertebrae. The, the vertebrae. The vertebrae. Your the, vertebrae. The, the vertebrae. And one other one that uh, this lady told me is to take your hands, put your hands up near your hands, clasp them, to have mm -hmm. your feet pointing upwards, and make your hands in the form of a banana to the right and then to the left and on each of the sides. And that, that whole thing will stretch all the vertebrae in, in all your body that could help give her some relief and say, okay. Rosalind told me that I should tell you this because she suffers still in, in her time at this particular pace. And um, yeah, my mother's very stubborn, but I would, but I think she would, I think she would do simple exercises to help alleviate any of the pain. She, the, she's had it for so long that, I mean, I'm going to say 10 years that mm -hmm. it's kind of, she's dealt with it and she doesn't really talk about it anymore. Like when it first started happening, it was like all we talked about and we were like, Hey, go to the doctor, blah, blah, blah this and that. Mm -hmm. And now it's been so long and she's kind of, I, I guess she's managed it on her own, you know? Uh, which I don't know how, which is like, it's crazy. It's, she, you know, you, you, everybody thinks their mom is a super mom, but my mom is definitely a super mom for sure. Like 1000%. And, um, I think she, she, she still works. She doesn't have to work, but she still works cleaning houses. And she just does that in, for exercise to keep her body moving, lubricated, blah 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 and i think that that's also you know uh something that she's done s to alleviate the uh the scoliosis it's, a, it's just a just a just not it's not a fair disease it's just not fair you know like, it's, no it's 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 really not you know if we don't have enough problems as is why do we we need to have this and it's exactly. it's it's the motivation to to get to get up and move you know how many people are going to go back to their gym when their gym goes ahead and opens? I don't you know. know learning, I'm going to say a small percentage. <laughs> learning how to exercise on your own and you've, you know, repurpose those, 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 those monies for, for so forth. And so did you have any other insights, uh, Matt, on, on the interview that you heard? Um, let's see. So you mentioned some information about meditation. I'm just wondering, I haven't done it, but I probably, I think I should start because okay. I'm Good. at a point so where what, what... Matt, you don't like cryptology and there ain't any of that. Come on now. Well, There's I don't, like I don't, I don't like the, the <laughs> meditation, like the image you think of where it's some guy with long hair with incense in the background and he's doing some saying, Definitely but I like the, not the essential oils, mindful but... no aspect of it of like clearing your mind you know well sure. one of the things there's a there's there's a, a really simple thing and it's called the Pasma meditation and it was that training you don't have to go away for two weeks though you can get the the Vipassana app and i love this one that's for 15.38 minutes and basically um it has a bell that goes off every five minutes and the five minutes is you're supposed to focus on just watching your breath and if you just watch your breath and there's a point where I can close my eyes and, and go inside. And when you go inside, you, you take out all that, 
that minutia, all those, you should, you should, you should, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, why didn't you, why didn't you, why didn't you, and you turn it off. And they say, if you mm. can just do this for, you know, 10, 15 minutes every day, or when you, when you lay down and you go to sleep, um, how many breath, days you do it every day, you just do it every day, but, but yeah, you do it every day, but how many days until you start to like see the result is there is there an average or has there been um, studies done or anything like that well it, it basically the the longer that you do it it's i i look at it as it's a a relief mode so when i is it a forever it done, thing I, yeah when you when you see when you see the benefits of of what it's all about um it's something that you do that you make a part of your life because it makes you feel that much better so that when the things happen that you don't want to happen when you've done that you just shrug it off and it's, it's okay and and the other big thing is is just simply breathe mm. i'm gonna teach you guys this lesson here i want you guys to sit up straight put your backs up put those shoulders up and oh, i want you to take man. a nice deep breath in go ahead and inhale go inhale with your nose yep and let it out really slow six out of your five, nose or out of your mouth four Three, two, one, release. Okay, again, inhale, and we're gonna, you know, count down this, you hold it for six, and then you go to four, and then you go to two. Inhale. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Now, when you think about how you feel right now after have just completing those two simple exercises do you feel any different or just the same i feel different i feel energized i feel right. energized that i had to not that i had to that i was doing this movement so it gives me energy just by doing it how do you feel matt uh I feel Matt's the a skeptic, <laughs> by the way. Matt's a skeptic, by the way. He doesn't believe in any of this stuff. No, so. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm just saying right now, uh, I am not. I, I feel this, energized. What, I, what is the, the, the goal of this is to be the, energized. The goal yeah? is, is, is to give you the energy, to give you the insight, to go ahead and clear yeah. your mind. So one of, yeah. one of them is the Vipassana meditation. There's this other thing that's called the Inside app. You might go to the Inside app and you might find something that's, you know, more to your liking. You can listen to um, their Sweden 24-7 that just plays this beautiful, You have beautiful... so much information. I can't, like, I can't, I'm writing stuff down. I can't write it down quick enough because you are so smart. You have so much information. I was going like, to I'm, I'm a, I'm a chimpanzee. I have no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like trying to learn from you and you are it, so amazing. And well, you know, most most people say when they invite me, they they have so much fun. They say you got to come back another time. Let's let's go ahead and continue this conversation. Oh, absolutely! I would have you back in a heart. We would have you back in a heartbeat. Like at this, I was so nervous to talk to you because I was like, wow, she talks to cop. Like she's written three books. What like, you know, so much. Like what a what a, a portfolio that you have. And uh, so I was nervous. But as soon as you got on. You started asking Matt. You got Matt involved, and I told Matt too. I said, "I said, Matt, you need to be more involved in the podcast because." But Matt, 
I don't want to say it and embarrass him, but he he's shy about how he thinks his voice or his opinion is portrayed. And I I know that he is an amazing guy with a lot of insight. It's one of those kind of people that only talks, and whenever they talk, it's like it's super important. Like whatever they say is like it's valid, very valid. Like me, the opposite. I talk, talk, talk way too much, way too much, too much talking. Matt's the exact opposite. And I said, you're the peanut butter to my jelly, man. Well, that's that's why you guys make such a, a great great combination, so bitch. But you, you, you've, got, you've got some good skills there too, Josh. I mean, I, I really you. applaud the way that you you complimented Matt for his, his, his fine question. And, and when put to the muscle, he said, well, there's this other question I had. You know, I'd like you to go ahead and, and, and talk about that. And it's, it's, it's the beauty that, that makes you guys such a great team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What, like, Rosalyn, you're, you're amazing, man. Go ahead, Matt. Matt was going to say something. You can't stop him from doing that. I forgot what I was going to say. You distracted <laughs> me. <laughs> I did. I did. Whenever you asked Matt the question about, uh, you know, what else did he, I don't want you to think that I didn't listen to any of, of the podcasts that, that you had with, with somebody. And I don't remember her name, but I remember a story. Because as soon as I, I was like, oh, we're going to have Roslyn on the show, I, I need to listen to some of her stuff. Um, and one of, one of the main things that I had was this pay it forward kind of a, a mentality. And your thoughts on that. And, and the main thing, it's happened to me multiple times. I'm sure it's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you, Roslyn. It's whenever somebody at the drive through pays for you what that meant not just what the mentality it gives the person behind you but what it revibrates throughout and how long does it go back like how many people is it the whole day all day people are just paying for each other all the way back like well the the this the story was this um i read this book by tony shea and it's passion, profits, and purpose. He's in, he's in heaven right now. But he had this business that was Zappos Shoe Store. And I got it. He invited anybody he wanted to go visit to, to go and visit. It's recently been taken over by Amazon or somebody else. But I went and I was blown away. I mean, you, you would absolutely love it. it. It was like a kid I'm in sure. a candy store. Every person's area or cubicle was set up as if they were eight years old and what they loved to do. So there was Tonka toys, there was Barbie dolls and GI Joes and everything. And your nameplate was your license plate. The, the boss was in the Amazon. You had that big candy machine. The HR office was, you were going to go visit the queen of Sheba and she was going to go ahead and do a, a, a reading for you. Um, wow. And okay. it just, it, it just, I want to work there, baby. I want to work there. And, and then I saw this wall of gratitude and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then I saw all the stuff they did in the community and I said, this is cool. And I got to sit in a chair and I was queen for the day. And, and I said, um, I'm going to take this back to my students. And what if I could inspire my students to do random acts of kindness? And here I was at Santa Monica College and I had kids who were deathly afraid of public speaking. And maybe that's what I should do with my kids right here. And maybe I should do that. Maybe that would help them. Anyhow, sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, no, 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 no. The Random Acts of Kindness is your book, your first book, which I wanted to get book. into. Just, just, yeah. we're gonna, we need way more time. <laughs> well, 
you know, if, if, you, if you want to, you know, want me to come back and we, we can share that and we can. Oh, uh, I definitely want you to come back. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been refreshing. I like you're like exactly. <clears throat> sorry. Exactly what we need, you know, like exactly the, the kind of thing I did. My only thing is like so many positive things. Do you believe in the yin and the yang? Like it's got to come back. So, right. Like if it's way too positive, is that a, I don't I'm not going to say a bad thing, but is that a, is that recommended all positive, everything positive, positive, positive. Does, does the world do humans need a yang from the yang? If that makes any sense. Well, it's all in the way that we focus and the way that we look at things. And if you begin to look at the world, it's it's what you look at is is what what happens. So if you look at things that are that are positive, then then then, then positive goes ahead and, and 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 comes from that. And if you look at the world from the the negative, the negativity goes ahead and grows, and all the negative thoughts. But you, which would you rather be, the happy happy or the unhappy happy happy? I and, just and, wonder. I I just wonder if there's, if if there needs to be a balance, like if it well, needs but, to be but, even but life, because but, but of you mathematics. See, but life, but but life never goes perfect. Life never goes. No. Perfect. I mean, there there are there are points today that, you know, I, I did a walk here and a walk there, and I said, I don't know, what shall I do? What shall I do? And 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 all of us have these questions many times throughout the day. And I I go to my my favorite book of paper and. I just stop writing. And to me, that that writing is 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 a form of therapy. It's a form of therapy. It's a way to clear my mind and say, you know, this is this and that is that. And and I told Matt, I told Matt that this podcast was a form of therapy for me because you were able to basically, like, if you go to a therapist and you just lie down on the couch, you're able to lay out exactly how you feel. And that's a therapy for me, and it has been a therapy for me. Matt's not me, so I don't know, if, you know, if it was it, therapy for him. It has. I mean, just having, just talking stuff out. That I feel like that's therapy in itself. So it definitely has. No, it's 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 the beauty in this this world that that we live in. And I I've said my my new group of friends is. <laughs> The, the people I've met in my podcast, they're like the people that, hey, you know, is it okay if I give you a call sometime, Josh? You know, we've just had such a, a wonderful conversation here. And, you know, through the pandemic, I've, I've found that I have 50 new friends that I can call on and say, mm -hmm. hey, what are you doing right now? You got time for, for, for a quick chat? And, yeah. um, you know, so many people, it's like people see me on a podcast and I think they see the whole me versus, you know, I'm the college teacher. I'm the TED speaker. I'm the is, one who talks about is, security. I'm the one who talks about identity theft. You know, they, they is, see this chapter, yeah, vision, right, segment. Right. And which you, which I don't think that you actually gravitate towards. You gravitate towards the more like real connection. Let's talk about like everyday stuff. You know what I mean? Like I I had no idea where we were you gonna tap on the topic of homelessness in LA, but we did. We tapped on so many things that weren't even written on that questionnaire. 
which it makes this amazing because it's just an organic conversation between one human being and other human beings, you know, like I, I have really like, and I know you got to go soon ish because you had another appointment, blah, blah, blah. But I have really, I, I, w I was, I'm, I was nervous and I was like, maybe I shouldn't even have guests on my podcast because you know, like it, it was just, it was a little bit nerve wracking. I was like, I'm just doing this for fun. But man, you are an amazing woman and an amazing guest. Like, and I've loved every second of speaking with you, like right now. And I'm not trying to, you know, make you cry or anything like that. But. No, but but <laughs> you know, I I appreciate that because everybody has their their own art and the way that they express themselves and. You know, to me, happiness is if I can change one person's life every day, then then that that to me is is life. You changed my life today. Thank you, thank you. So there you so, go. Congratulations. You thank you. Right and, and on I task. I told you about my special gift. You got that link that I sent you. No, Matt, pull it up, please. Which link are we talking uh, about? There's a, a link that says um, HTTP. <laughs> S backslash www.roslincon backslash be kind. And I want to gift everyone who goes ahead and um, listens to your show here yeah, a copy of that, that that first book that I had. And it's mm -hmm. the one that's on random acts of kindness. And they can just go in there and mention your show and say that they enjoyed it. And they can have an opportunity to, to get the first book I wrote on the random acts of kindness. Um, I know. Okay. I want to know more about that, and we're definitely gonna have you back on. Abs if you if you will, if you enjoyed the experience and you want to come back on, uh, we would love to have you. You're just perfect. But I would I would definitely want to dive into uh, random acts of kindness because yes. the whole thing. I don't even know if we finished the whole you know the whole thought of paying it back. And right, how and it's, it's, it it's, vibrates. Yeah, but it, it just goes to, to others. And I'll, I'll give you one story that, that basically goes ahead and, and says that. And the one thing that we have is that I had um, I had made these calendars and um, had a few and I needed to just share them. And so I, one day I went to the farmer's market and I just started sharing them with people. And I said, I've seen you a lot and I just wanted to, to give you a gift. And when I went ahead and gave gifts to the people at the farmer's market, they gave me gifts in return. Really? I was like, wow. You know, this what they give you back like a tomato. <laughs> no, this one guy had, had cookies and he gave me some <laughs> chocolate chip, chocolate chip, chocolate chip, oatmeal cookies or something like that. That were pretty cool. And, cool. Cool. uh, there was another person who, made fresh squeezed orange juice that was absolutely delicious and she gave me a mm -hmm. a sample of the orange juice and um i don't remember so random then, acts and, of kindness basically is, ahead, it's sorry, just, just you, you just on. do it out of the kindness of your heart without anything in return but i gave out these calendars to people in my neighborhood and i was kind of amazed their their pictures i told you i love photography i told you that mm -hmm. it means yeah, the world yeah, yeah. to me yeah, so yeah. when photographers yeah. like my pictures i'm ecstatic on instagram it's like oh my god oh, yeah. a photographer yeah. like my pictures this is <laughs> oh, yeah. i can see pictures every day 
I thank you so much for for bringing me out here. It's 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 been wonderful. I, I look forward to to seeing this up and out there, so we can tell the world we went from from ants to homeless and, and back to to Jamba Jamba Jam to to exercises for for Ma to getting and, to getting Matt to talk. Holy whoa! Yeah. That's well, I, a that's I, I a miracle hard, in itself. I can hardly right wait there. to see the see the tags on this one as you put that one out there. That'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, it'll oh, take me uh, take me a while to type up the show notes, but uh, it'll be fun. Cool. But uh, cool. yeah, we we really appreciate you coming on. It's been a lot of fun. It's it's been an honor and a pleasure, and and I know that when you get the edit up there, you'll you'll get that 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 tag light in for that free gift for all the listeners. Yep. And right, I look forward it. to uh, setting up that next date and gratitude beyond words namaste and i look forward to connecting with you soon all right thanks a lot all right bye take care